five years of searching and I had found it at last. The Chamber of Secrets. On both sides towered massive stone pillars entwined with carved serpents, casting black shadows through the odd greenish gloom that filled the chamber. Almost dwarfing the statues was one far larger which loomed at the far end of the hall. Slytherin himself. The face looked ancient, and a long, thin beard fell almost to the smooth floor. Water was seeping in at all sides, and it was clear that my theory was correct. It lay beneath the lake itself. No wonder generations of headmasters had never found it. Impressive as the chamber was, I could see no sign of any monster. Not that seeing a basilisk would be a good idea. One look at its large yellow eyes, and any human, Slytherin's heir or not, would be killed instantly. I should have known there would be safeguards, but what? The entrance was revealed through Parcel Tongue. Logically, the next step would be through it as well. Speak to me, Slytherin, greatest of the four. I closed my eyes, waiting for the monster. detailed a control I have over the basilisk. The Hufflepuff common room was near the kitchens, an ideal place to begin. Follow me. As the giant serpent slithered away, I dared a look. My wildest dreams had not prepared me for its size. Now I understood how it came to the title King of Snakes. No mudblood would stand a chance against it. Behind the dreadful villain, you know who, was an orphan abandoned by his dying mother and rejected by a muggle father. These formative years made Voldemort what he became, though few were aware of the heinous nature of Tom Riddle, handsome prefect at Hogwarts. Tom Riddle's Diary Part 3, A Girl Died. I had cast a disillusionment charm so none could see me. As two girls walked around the corner, I recognised Greystock and Barrett, Hufflepuff mudbloods. This experiment would prove intriguing. Kill. They aren't dead. Impossible. A hand mirror. The two of them were using it while walking down the corridor. I wonder. Petrified. How curious. It seems one must look directly into the basilisk's eyes for... Someone comes. I must not be found here. And that is when I said, throw the quaffle underhand, and she's sent me free tickets ever since. 
Return to the chamber. Quite a remarkable story, Horace. Of course. I may not be as talented as you, Albus, but I do flatter myself that... No sleeping in the corridors, young ladies. Horace, they've been attacked. Petrified, in fact. What? Well, that is impossible, Dumbledore. Configuration. My beetle turned into a toad. What's wrong with that? It sounds rather difficult. It was supposed to be a teapot. Oh dear. Will you help me? Your top at Transfiguration, McGonagall. If you tutored me, I'm sure. What's wrong? Move along, Al. What's all this commotion? Don't worry, that ain't blood. It's only red paint. Ha <laughs> ha! The Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Enemies of the air, beware. Yeah, that goes for you, mudbloods. <laughs> Mr. Black, Miss Hornby, this is serious. Precautions ought to be taken for now. No, Galatea, two students have been attacked. I've just come from the hospital wing. All teachers to the staff room. All students to the dormitories. Not a fuss and bother about a bit of writing. <laughs> this calls for a celebration! Yeah, let's drink to all the mudbloods dead or petrified by next month. Word! Everyone! Word! Please, I'm sure this is all very exciting, but I need to make a few announcements. Silence. <clears throat> Thank you, my boy. From now on, curfew at eight. And all students will keep together in groups of at least five until further notice. Let's all carry on. Everyone, please stay calm. The attack on the Hufflepuffs and the writing might have nothing in common. We all know it was a Slytherin. Why don't we throw the lot of them out? Yeah! That's not entirely fair. We should work together in dangerous times, not point fingers. Miss McGonagall is quite correct. Other than a few inconveniences, all will carry on as usual. Though, if anyone has any information about the chamber, please step forward. Uh, Professor Dumbledore, sir. Yes, Hagrid? If their monster does show up, can I try talking to her? Maybe it'll go tame-like and doesn't want her kill. I mean, if it's only hungry, see? I'm afraid if the monster is discovered, it will be destroyed for the safety of the students. Must it, sir? Hagrid, really? <laughs> You're frightening the first years. Sorry, but I would like to look at it. I will see what I can do, Hagrid. But all of you, obey the new rules and stay safe. Prefects. I look to you. Uh, 
I rather think we could all use a bit of lift. This particular potion does what the cheering charm is to spells. You mustn't drink too much, mind, or it can go to your head. First, chop your gurdy roots into tiny pieces, and continue on following the instructions in your books. Tom? Yes? This weekend is the first in Hogsmeade. And? You promised to take me on a picnic in the mountains. I changed my mind. But... Do leave me be. I have better things to be doing than pretending to care about a silly little girl. Hmm. You tell her. I thought we had something. I mean... I have no further use for you. Now stop interrupting or my potion will not be done in time. I wanted to give your house a chance, but you're all the same. From now on, I'm believing every rumour I hear about you lot. Do that, McGonagall. Most of them are true. <laughs> it is not amusing. Oh dear, she didn't even finish her potion. She felt ill and had to go to the hospital wing. Most unfortunate. Nothing serious, I hope. I do not believe so. Well, this age, most unpredictable. I remember when I was young. Oh, no. My, where does the time go? Bring your potions up front in jars, thank you. Miss McGonagall, feeling better, I hope? Yes, sir. Take another ten minutes to finish yours. Have a good blub, Gryffindor scum. For your information, I don't cry. And Riddle isn't worth it. What's that for, Voldemort? Not your concern. Perhaps a list of mudlugs to use as victims. For your information, it is a letter to the headmaster. The thought of spending another deplorable summer at the whole of an orphanage was more than I could bear. Sick, whining, muggle children were intolerable. I had an almost perfect record at Hogwarts and knew some of the professors stayed during the summer. If I could only gain permission to stay as well. I was willing to do almost anything to be here at my true home. If only Headmaster Dippet would agree. He was an old man, but quite fond of me in his own way. I was certain he would not deny my request. I could deliver it for you. I have an owl in my room. I mean, it may only be a few floors up, but it might impress him. Very well, Lestrange. Oh, thank you. Thank you! If he was any more flattering, he'd trip and fall on his face. I do appreciate his loyalty. I'm loyal? <laughs> the Black family line has been pure for centuries. Indeed. So you continuously inform me. I gotta feed Aragog. I mean, I, I got her... It's alright, Hagrid. Everyone knows you have a secret pet. I don't blame you. They only allow an owl, a cat, or a toad. Who'd want any of those? So what is it? A hamster? A puppy? Um, not exactly. Bit more hairy. Um, gotta go. See you, Myrtle. Oh, look. It's the half-bloods with their silly specks. I'd curse them off your fat face, but then... Leave me alone! Plain fat Myrtle couldn't work a charm. She tried to turn into a rat, but got hair on her arm. I am not ugly! Maybe, but anyone would be with those thick old spectacles on your face. What did you do? Bought them from Professor Dumbledore?
know I will. That, that sounded like a boy. What's he do, Gary? This is the girl's bathroom. Not yet, I have a careful plan. What a boy! He shouldn't be here. I'm going to open this stall and tell him to go away! Written by Artemis Riddle, post-produced by April Sadowski, featuring the voice talents of David Alt as Tom Riddle, Ronnie Rowlands as the Basilisk, David MacGyver as Professor Albus Dumbledore, Avery and Rubus Hagrid, Bruce Busby as Professor Horace Slughorn, Elaine Barrett as Minerva McGonagall, Laura Frechette as Moaning Myrtle, Kim Giannopoulos as Professor Galita Merrythought, Ronnie Rowlands as Orion Black, Morgan Reed as Olive Hornby, Michael Hudson as Headmaster Dippet, Alex Gilmore as Lestrange. Thanks to our resident Ministry of Magic advisor, whose office is currently reigning. Can someone call the magic maintenance, please? This is released from Misfits Audio Productions. Hop aboard the night bus to misfitsaudio.com and mention Voldemort for a free ride. Oh, wait. No, uh, that name's been jinxed. Better say you know who. This has been made for entertainment purposes only. No profit is, has, or ever will be made from it. For one thing, the exchange rate of muggle money to galleons is outrageous, based upon the works of J.K. Rowling and created in 2009.